you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Something awesome to start your day with. Damar Hamlin, released from the hospital in Buffalo yesterday. The Bills posted this statement from Dr. Jamie Nadler that says, In part, we have completed a series of tests and evaluations and in consultation with team physicians. We are confident that Damar can be safely discharged to continue his rehabilitation at home and with the Bills. It's awesome. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable thing. Here we go. That is amazing. Welcome to Good Morning Football. Presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky live in New York City. It's Thursday, January 12th. I'm Jamie Erdl. That's Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty, and filling in for one Peter Schrager, Mike Garofolo. I don't know. Does that mean that we're like anticipating news and we just need like the news now? <laughs> no, just, just in case. This means Peter needed a blow. No. And uh, it's not like he get in line. It's not. It's yeah, not right. like he. Uh, you know, a couple weeks ago said I need Wednesday off, and then realized at the last minute he needed Thursday off yeah. and completely screwed up my schedule. It's not like that at all. No. It's fine. No. Uh, it's no. fine. No. You're fine. You're here. You're fine present. Things. You're you're ready to cook with some takes, and we're going to lean on you today. Let's do it. Welcome in, Mike Why G. Not? Time for the lead block. Lead block. Lead block. All right. Like I just said, he's here. He's in studio. We're just going to put you right to work. Give us the ins and outs, please, of oh, the Lamar yeah. Jackson situation. Us, because, honestly, we've <laughs> taken two opportunities over the last two days to give 15 minutes to this topic. Yeah. And we still can't quite figure out parts of the little, little nooks and crannies of it. So what's going on? Well, look, there's no question Lamar Jackson is beyond the expected time frame for his recovery from that PCL injury. Uh, they expected him back by now. There's a disappointment that he's not back. Not a disappointment in him, just a disappointment that he's not available, it seems, for this game because he didn't practice yesterday. And Ian and I reported yesterday that it's going to be a, quote, uphill battle for him to play Sunday. I mean, the fact that he wasn't on the field yesterday pretty much tells you which way this one is going. And by the way, Tyler Huntley, uh, limited in practice. He's got that right shoulder issue that he's been dealing with since before the season. So we'll see about his status. But looking like Lamar Jackson is not going to play, uh, I think many folks would expect that the uh, Cincinnati Bengals would then win this game. So 
Again, second year in a row, an extended period of time that the Ravens are going to finish the season without Lamar Jackson uh, because of an injury. So uh, keep an eye on that as we get into the contract negotiations again in the offseason. Mm-hmm. You want me to go right into Tua? Let's we do it. Let's Tua. go right into Tua, Tua Tagovailoa. Another quarterback uh, whose situation we were watching coming into the week. Uh, Mike McDaniel says, as of yesterday, he hadn't been cleared by doctors. Therefore, he is going to rule him out for Sunday. Again, another situation where we're not expecting this team without Tua Tagovailoa to win, so it seems like we've seen the last of Tua uh, on the field for the 2022 season. Uh, no expectation, and I know some folks are saying, well, why would he ever step on the field ever again? No expectation that he's going to shut it down for his entire career. Let's just put that out there right now uh, and make that clear. Uh, but just not getting the clearance from doctors right now. So Skylar Thompson, as of now, looking like the starting quarterback, although Teddy Bridgewater mm-hmm. uh, is trying to work his way back from that uh, finger issue that he's got going on. But Mike McDaniel saying, as of now, Skylar Thompson looks like my starting quarterback for mm. this weekend. Mm. Mm. That's just not what you want heading into Super Wild Card Weekend. Mike McDaniel, as Mike just said, has ruled Tua out. Dolphins are in a tough spot. Sunday at 1 o'clock is when that game is. They are heading to an enthusiastic and hostile Highmark Stadium. That's a great way to explain that place. Mm. Take it on the Bills team. They have a lot going on in and of itself. Let's focus on the Dolphins. They're not going to have Tua. Mm-hmm. How can the Dolphins do this? I mean, Mike, you just laid it out. It's, there's mm-hmm. a lot of yeah. doubt that's uh, rippling through mm-hmm. the world here. But how can the Dolphins do this? It's going to be tough, but I'll say this. For them, we already talked about Skylar Thompson is likely to get to start. Teddy Bridgewater dealing with his pinky and obviously no Tua. So when you have a third-string quarterback, you're limited on offense. They only put up 11 last week against the New York Giants. I mean, New York Jets. Yes, they got to win, but you have to find ways to manufacture points and field position in other ways. If you're the Miami Dolphins, it's all in. It's playoff time. Win or go home. You have the cheetah. You have Tyreek Hill. It is time to put him back there as a punt returner. Earlier throughout the regular season, you don't want to put him back there. You don't want to risk injury. This guy is so much of your offense leading the NFL and receiving yards behind Justin Jefferson. So you want to protect him. But now it's go time. Put him back there. Allow him to get loose. Maybe he puts a touchdown. That's points that you don't expect going into the game. Maybe he just flips the field and takes a punt return, takes it back to the 20-yard line, gives your offense a short field to work with to come away with points on the board. And that's the biggest thing for them. You can't go out there and expect Skylar Thompson to just have this outbreak year or game, I mean, where he's throwing for 300-plus yards, three touchdowns, and Jalen Waller and Tyreek Hill are just going off (laughs) with him under center. And on top of Tyreek Hill, I think defensively, you have to find a way to create havoc. Force plays, score touchdowns. They've done that twice this year. Houston Texans knocking the ball loose on a fumble, picking it up, scoring a touchdown. Mm. This is early in the year against the New England Patriots. Melvin Ingram scoring a touchdown defensively in their two games versus Josh Allen versus Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. They've sacked him six times. They've forced four fumbles on Josh Allen. They're going to need those type of plays this weekend if they want to advance and get to the divisional round and the playoffs. A mm-hmm. tall task, but this is the way to do it. There's no question it's on the defense in large part. I agree with mm-hmm. you there. They're going to have to stop points and create points. Yeah. The two games that Skylar Thompson started this year, I believe, was like 11 and 16 points, whereas Tua's got him into the 30s Mike, you 40s. said something in passing. You, yeah. you mentioned Bridgewater. That's a massive deal if it could yeah. be him. Is there any shot for that, you think, at all? It seems like he's got a shot here. And maybe we see some situation where we see a little bit of both guys and yeah, yeah. he goes along. I think that's really important. Whatever you have to do. pinky on the throwing hand. Right? Yeah. yeah. So, and he's been able to throw. It's just it's limited how far he can throw. Mm. Uh, so you're going to be limited in the passing game yeah. no matter what. So 
How about your running game? And I, I go back to a, a couple of years ago, run game coordinator uh, and then offensive coordinator uh, in 21, Mike McDaniel, was a big reason why the 49ers were hitting a lot of these home run run plays. Like, they were explosive through the running game. The only problem is Mike McDaniel as head coach of the Miami Dolphins. Show it to him this year. It's not what you want to see if yeah. you're not trying. They got one, one thirty plus. Now look, there's a, a personnel difference. It's not like McDaniel lost his touch, or it's been proven that it's more Kyle Shanahan. They played no. 17 games. Well, you should have more than that, right? If one. that's a big part of what you do, your face right now, Kyle. Can it's we cut to Kyle's? Face? Well, how about the Buccaneers? They're the division champs, and they have one. Their running game has really struggled as well. So wow. I, you got to find a way. He's got to get in the lab this week and figure out a way to draw up some of those plays in San Francisco that were so explosive. Yeah, I mean they're going to need to triple that in this game to win. Here's the deal. Uh, if, in the world of point spreads, it's about 13 points. And that is not the biggest in playoff history. That would actually be 19 points, the Steve Young Niners over the Stan Humphrey Chargers in the Super Bowl. But it's in the conversation. Yep. It's one of the biggest ever, 13 points. It's massive. Um, but any take I could give on this and how they do it or this relationship or this dynamic or this rivalry would pale in comparison to one of the Bills themselves. So, ladies and gentlemen, national treasure, Buffalo Bills offensive tackle, Deion Dawkins on the matchup. <laughs> And we just have history. It's just the history that and that comes with it. And sorry to 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 keep that answer so simple, but it's just the history. Like, if you go on a date and with somebody three times, you should know that she or he, whoever you're with, likes like a lemon drop or a Shirley Temple. Like, but like that's what you should should know. So. I kind of look at it for what it is. Like, I don't make it like all these giant things. Like, you know, like we're going on our third date. You know, hopefully we can take them home. <laughs> With a pause. <laughs> a lot of crazy things are going to have to happen. Yeah. So I, you hear all this quarterback thing and like, we're like, all right, well, then we'll just run the ball, run the ball. And you're like, well, Raheem Mostert's awesome. Raheem Mostert had a great day against the Bills last time. Do you want to see the most recent photograph the world has of Raheem Mostert? Just bring it up right here. Here's the running back for the Miami Dolphins. And it's a bittersweet picture, guys, because he has a, he has a hand that's broken. His thumb is broken. He can barely hold the good morning football scepter, yet he still has the grimace and he's still doing it for us. Is he going to hold the football 22 times against the Buffalo Bills this weekend? I don't think so. I, I love the guy, and he's the best shot they have to win. So the Bills are just getting every break in the sense that Bridgewater, Tua, and then the running back is even hurt. We have a 13-point spread. We have a home crowd advantage that feels like they're living on destiny from their teammate that fallen has now gotten up. It's going to be tough sledding, very tough sledding to even stay close in this game. Yeah. God, listening to Deion Dawkins makes me want to have a screwdriver come this morning to try to come up with a way. I yeah. know, right? A little baby is our doll. Yeah, right? <laughs> a mimosa just to lighten things up with how the Dolphins can pull it. A mimosa in Miami is a nice way to go. So you're saying that Tyreek Hill has to return massive kicks, which this is what the Dolphins don't punt in some games. That's how pr productive they are. Or that means they just scored a touchdown or a field goal. And that's the opportunity he's given. That's a tough sled. Yeah. That's a tough sled for the Dolphins. Then you're saying that they have to do accomplish a run game that they have yet to do this season, which is rip off. So we're literally asking them to do the things that they are have not been doing, mm -hmm. haven't been asked to do with a quarterback that Mm -hmm. Hasn't been asked to start in a playoff game. He's a rookie. This is not this. We've seen another third string quarterback ascend in the last couple weeks in the NFL. And the pretty man. The pretty man is, is not Skylar Thompson. This is not the game that he is equipped to handle at this moment. And I'm sorry, but it's just I am having a hard time coming up with it. I know I wrote it last night when I, when I wrote it. Jason's going to hate me when I say this because Jason's big on it's a game. Everybody goes out there. Everyone has an equal fight and chance. But, man, this one feels hard to come up with. There has to be a solution here as to mm -hmm. how they do that. I've been listening. 
to everybody talking. I, I got it. I remember last year the Steelers played the Chiefs in the wild card round. Mm. It was like Roethlisberger. It was it was time to go. And mm-hmm. like they, there was no. It was massive point spread in that game, and they didn't win. So here is a nice, concise recipe based on all of our contributions. This is how the Dolphins shocked the world. All right, start at the top. Three takeaways, not two. I think if they get two, it's not enough. I think they have to score on defense. I really, not an interception, I mean an actual score. Massive special teams play means block a punt, uh, fumble on a kickoff. The, the Bills have gotten a kick and a punt block this year. Josh Allen, you cannot start running around like crazy if you're going to spy him, great, but less than 25 rushing. And then at the end, Tyreek, and that's my hand up, clearly, not his. Tyreek needs to have one peace sign. If we don't see a Tyreek Hill peace sign in this game, I don't think the Dolphins can win. It's kind of what you're talking about, Jay. If he's running down that sideline, like, and you can just squint, and he's in his Chiefs uniform, and he's just piecing to Jordan Poyer or who the hell ever, which he has done before, yes. they can win that game. I think if any of those don't happen, they don't win. But if all of them happen, they can. Looking at that full screen, it actually really yeah. reminds me of that Dolphins win over the Bills in September. I feel like they clicked off all those things in that crazy game. Special teams play, Tyreek went off. Yeah, I feel Bill's like... Bill's terrible in the red zone in that yes. game. Yes. Awful. They kept getting down there and not yes. scoring. Yeah. I think Josh Allen threw 60 passes and they lost. Yes. Yeah, it's going to have to be a day like that. Yeah. You remember. Right. It was a crazy game. But they were the banged-up team in that game, if I recall. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the reason why yeah. they lost. So yeah. And it was in Miami. Yeah. It was 3,000 right, right, right. degrees. So yeah. Miami, go get them. It would Third be a crazy date. upset. Third yeah. date at home. Deion Dawkins, that was fantastic. Yeah. Good find, Kyle. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. 
That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See Lisa.com for more details. Time for the lead block. Lead block. No, Atlantic City, 801. That's not good. Uh, Geno Smith and the Seahawks. Let's go back to the West Coast. They took care of business against the Rams last week, and then they waited. They waited, and the Lions did him a favor. The Lions dispatched the Packers on Sunday Night Football. Kyle Brandt was shocked, but now we're here. The Seahawks are in. Both of those outcomes put Seattle in the playoffs as the seventh seed. Mm-hmm. Now they are just two days away from kicking off the wild card round in San Francisco. Yesterday, Geno Smith was asked about this quote-unquote fairy tale scenario the Seahawks are in. I would say it's not a fairy tale. I think uh, it's very much reality, and I think uh, where we are as a team is that um, – you know, we've been working hard, man. We, uh, you know, we, we put a lot of good stuff on tape as a team. I think we've came a long way since the beginning of the season, since training camp and OTAs. And it's all just a, a result of the hard work and all the repetition that everyone's put in. So, you know, for us, that's, that's what it's about, sticking to the process, staying focused on that process and uh, making sure that, you know, that's, that's the main focus and then everything else will take care of itself. I like how specific Geno Smith gets about language used mm-hmm. in his situation. He's like, don't call what I'm doing this season a comeback. <laughs> it's not a fairy tale. This is reality. Okay, we got it. This is reality for the mm-hmm. Seahawks. not a fairy tale. So how did the Seahawks write a reality ending to this game with Wild Card Weekend with a good spin on it, a positive, with a sequel maybe mm-hmm. in the divisional round? Ooh, let's not, let's not go to sequels. Let's just, try to, let's just try to win this one this weekend, mm. Saturday, 4.30. And this Seattle team going against San Francisco, they're going on the roll, and George Kittle, my goodness, he has been unbelievable. Yep. And we talk about his last four games, seven touchdowns. Well, let's just talk about the matchup with the Seattle Seahawks. His last two games against the Seahawks, one was back in 2021, then earlier this year we saw that Thursday night game. 13 receptions, 274 yards, and four touchdowns. And that's just in two games, the last two against the Seattle Seahawks. Brock Purdy, since he's come in, he has made it a point to find his tight end and get him the ball, whether it's deep down the field or a short pass and letting George Kittle do what he does after he has the ball in his hands. If I'm Seattle, I got to go outside the box. I got to do something I haven't done all season. They have a rookie on their team, Tariq Woolen, who has played his butt off. 6'4", 210 pounds. This guy has six interceptions this year and just continues to make play after play for them in the secondary. Let's see a little Woolen on George Kittle. Let's move the cornerback inside, whether it's third down, red zone, crucial downs, and let him get his shot at George Kittle. I watched a really good cornerback in Stephon Gilmore do that, covering Travis Kelsey in an AFC championship game and Mm. doing it really well. So let's go this route. Let's put Woolen on him, only in certain situations, not doing it for the entire game. We have Kobe Bryant, a rookie cornerback as well, who can bump to the outside. I want to see a little Woolen on Kittle in this game. I'd like to see that too. And listen, if we're talking fairy tales, the fairy tale has to have a villain or like an Mm. evil entity. Oh, I like that. A witch or something, or I push him in the oven. Like The fairy tales get really dark. I think in this case for Seahawks trying to complete this fairy tale, I think the villain is Nick Bosa. I, I really do. And I think there's a few players right now in the playoff field who are so good that if you your opposing team, you look at them and you're like, we're not going to let him dominate us. I don't care if you have to have six people account for them. We're going to make somebody else make a play. And I would look at Kelsey like that. I would look at Eckler for the Chargers. And I would look at Nick Bosa. And I'm, if I'm Seattle, I'm saying, I, I don't care if there's four guys blocking. We're going to have... Samson Ebukam beat us. Nick Bosa, it's not just that he's had a great season, he's a great player. 
God, he messes up the Seahawks. Messes them up. This is across the board. How many quarterbacks have been hit? Look at AS48. The next is Max Crosby, way down in the mid-30s. It's a dominant season, including three sacks on Geno Smith the last two times they play. Like, he terrorizes them. He does that thing where, like, Bosa's celebration is where, where he does this thing. He's always running around. Like, I don't know. We know, Nick. We know what time it is. I, I can't have anybody on the Seahawks coaching staff look at the game afterwards and be like, we don't know. We tried to stop them, or they're getting pushed in the oven. Like, he can take over this game. Kittle, Debo, Purdy, Warner, all great players. Anybody but Bosa, and maybe you got a shot. That's my take. I remember Kyle Shanahan saying he's not only the defensive player of the year, he's the MVP. Watching their game against the Raiders and thinking to myself, if he's an MVP, he's going to make a play to affect this game. He did. Push the uh, tackle right into the quarterback. Interception. There it was. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks, the last time they faced the 49ers, uh, their first three third downs, third and 13, third and 12, third and 18. Oh, that's rough. Mm. That is not how you want to start. And how do you get out of situations yeah. like that? You run the football. Mm. How did they run the football against the 49ers this year? 36 yards in the oh. first game, 70 in the second game. Not going to happen, okay? You, especially like Pete Carroll and his identity of running the football. Yeah. Uh, you got to be better than that. You got to find a way to do it. Now, how do you do it? They are really stout. Nick Bosa is not the only one up front that plays really well. Maybe you get a little help from Mother Nature. How's the forecast for Saturday? Not great. Mm. And the last time I remember the 49ers playing in windy, rainy, muddy conditions was this. Six quarterbacks ago. So maybe it just, you get a little help. Point of the matter was, it was the conditions. There was slip sliding all over the place. If you have Dante Pettis highlights, Mike, you can't not show them. Yeah, I know, exactly. Especially with that shimmy uh, celebration there. So, I don't know. Former You just get down and try to get on them and try to push them back and hope that they're slip sliding around a little bit. We'll see. (laughs) That's interesting. And then maybe the 49ers will be the ones doing the slip and slide celebration. Wee! That was the week one wee. Yes, it was. The wee. The wee. Um... What's going on with DK Metcalf? I feel like this wide receiver is an absolute star, has the potential to be, but we don't really see a lot of these, like, unbelievable guys. Did you see what DK Metcalf did this weekend? I feel like I said that maybe once this season. He had, like, 150 yards, receiving yards against the Lions in that ridiculous 48-45 game Mm -hmm. middle of the season. But after that, statistically very middle of the pack for DK Metcalf. And, And frankly... If someone has to be the guy, if, if you're going to halt Nick Bosa in his tracks on the defensive line for the 49ers, you're going to buy Geno Smith some time. I know Geno Smith is not going to have like this 60-yard bomb to DK Metcalf, but hey, you can have a 20-something completion to this guy for 165 yards, 180 yards. He's got to be the difference maker. you got to move the chains down the field. If you're going to beat the 49ers defense, you can't just let them muck up the middle and you're, you're just you're going to get stopped at the defensive line you got to get the ball up and over this defensive line the, the statistically it just tk metcalf he the, his look his vibe everything people know about him and his diet and his offseason whatever he's a really likable guy yeah. he, i think he could just he needs to be a star this weekend mm. he has to be mm-hmm. a star find a, a way to just Get under the skin of the 49ers mm-hmm. defense. It is the only way. Mm. Well, the- I think the way you put it that way, I like to see how DK shows up as a person on the field. Because, like, this game's going to be chippy. It's going to be frosty. Yes. He'll chirp. He'll get in yep. people's faces. We know he did it last yeah. week. Yep. So, like, when we're talking about Warner and Talanoa Hufanga, like, yeah. yeah, I want to see him getting ready to go. And I think he will be. They've gotten think- penalties doing so, too. So. Mm. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I think there's ideal. a gift to, like, chirping yeah. and then stopping. Doesn't having art- the maturity to stop and then, like, rising above it. 
Joe Burrow and the Bengals will host the Ravens on Sunday night. Coin flip aside, it's in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow was asked about his glaring confidence or what people sense of it heading into the postseason. I think you have to have that mindset as a quarterback in this league if you want to be really successful. You know, it's, you can't go out there scared in the moment. You have to you have to be a little arrogant to go out there in that moment and you know make the plays you need to make. And so that's really something I've thought a lot about and something that I uh, try to do. All right. This just led us straight into a game of believe it or not. Let's play. All right. Believe it or not, Joe Burrow is more confident than any other player heading into Super Wild Card Weekend. The okay. most confident player this weekend. I'll roll right with this. I love Joe Burrow, and I'm going to take you back to, in a postgame, he was asked, hey, like, you guys, your Super Bowl window is closing. And his response this week was, my Super Bowl window is my career. Mm. Doesn't want to hear about a Super Bowl window once I get paid, the mm. roster changes, and all that other nonsense. For Joe Burrow, this guy we called him is a robot. He goes out there and he finds a way to get it done. And if I'm Joe Burrow, of course I'm going to be that confident. I have Jamar Chase on one side, T. Higgins on the other, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon behind me in the backfield. He has every reason to be. And Joe Burrow, the little curl coming, the shades on, turtleneck, all the confidence in the world. I'm rolling with you. You're Joe. trying to channel it there. You need like another inch or two on I'm, that. I'm thing. trying to get that type of confidence. Okay, you're not that far off. No, you're not. not. Well, that you're, makes me feel great. It looks yeah. like, like a I'm a channeling dog my burrow. I'm doing it's good. It's good. Dog single yeah. curl. I was with you, and then I don't know if that was like. Well, a, Joe Burrows, if you took that thing off, like you could go swimming in it. Like that, <laughs> that was like a jacuzzi. It was huge. Mike, you go yeah. turtleneck sometimes, no? Uh, no, it makes me look like an actual turtle. You gotta have hair to wear a turtleneck. You don't need hair. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Well. Oh, no. Respond to that. My, look at me. What I mean. Don't look at me. Look over there. Respond to that. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? Jamie asked you a question. The Mike's question, looking at me saying, help. Jamie did ask me a question. Who's the most confident yeah, player heading into Super Bowl weekend? I'm going to say Christian oh. McCaffrey and pretend like the last 15 seconds or so never even happened. Christian McCaffrey would not look good bald either. You can put, yeah, no, he, well. But Debo would. Here we go. Then you uh, can pull it off. Yeah. Tactic. Uh, but Christian McCaffrey, who's playing motivated because of his Pro Bowl snub, which I believe was George Kittle, who says, I hope he plays pissed off the rest of the year. Uh, incredible. 10-0 is the 49ers start, uh, starting quarterback. In those 10 games, 1,148 uh, scrimmage yards and 10 scrimmage touchdowns. Uh, it's amazing how quickly uh, he just got in there and acclimated himself to Kyle Shanahan and that offense and the way that he's playing. Uh, uber confident, but uh, I, I guess nobody more confident than Jason McCourty. <laughs> I think Jason went with the turtleneck just for 7B. Just that was 7B. it. He, he committed to it. Me and Burrow. When are you going to start putting on weight? Like, you look so good. You're, you've been away from the game. You're supposed to gain I'm weight. I'm losing weight. What? Screw I wanna, you. I wanna Why? Put, I want to put... I don't know. I'm, I'm not eating. I'm up at 5 in the morning. I'm tired all day. Like. I made a... I, I did make a faux pas in the hallway the other day. You I, did. I said, like, have you lost weight? Which, like, in any other social it's dynamic great. with a no. female is a compliment. Or with Kyle, apparently. Hell yeah. Um, and I walked past you, and I was like, I don't think I was yeah, going to ask like, him that. You were basically like, yeah, you need to get back in the weight room. No. Shrink it. <laughs> That's how I took it. You lost muscle mass? Right? That's yes. the insult right there. No, <laughs> exactly. don't answer it. You have not. The turtleneck looks great, and you don't look like a turtle. Um, the most confident guy heading into Super Bowl card weekend? How about the guy that invented confidence? How about the guy that invented football arrogance in and of itself? Mm. Tom Brady. I mean... Uh. And I'm not saying let's look at this Buccaneers team and be confident in it. I mean, they just showed us 17 games worth of not being confident, though. I'm thinking, this is what I think. 
Blind confidence and faith in in himself is, I swear to God, must be the only thing keeping Tom Brady afloat right now. That's the only thing I can come up with. This season has been such a challenge for this guy. They still win the division. The games that they have won, they limp into the win. The hugs we have seen with the coaches and the coordinators and the owners and the management in, T- in Tampa Bay have been therapeutic. It's been unbelievable to watch. I- I'm thinking that Tom Brady has to be the most confident guy going in, not because of his team, but it's the only thing keeping that man afloat right now because he is Mr. Confident. That's where we got this from. That's probably where Joe Burrow is like, mm. what does Tom Brady do to be so successful? Oh, he's just confident in what mm. he does? I'll buy into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bucks lose this weekend. He can't possibly retire after losing to Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy. Mm. There's no way. There's no mm. way he would. I have confidence that we will talk about that in the offseason. Mm. 100%. Uh, Tom Brady's lost three Super Bowls. Joe Burrow has lost 17 starts in his career. The most confident guy who's never lost one. I think it's Brock Purdy. I really do. <laughs> what the hell? This is the NFL? This is supposed to be hard? I thought you lose occasionally. I thought you played terrible games occasionally. You say, quarterback is so difficult. It's the hardest position to play in the hardest sport. Not really. This is, this is the natural. I feel like we're looking at Ken Griffey Jr. in young Seattle. Like he's on the cover of SI as the natural. When's Brock Purdy going to throw up spaghetti? Is, is this ever going to happen? Because he's going against... Seahawks this weekend and like he's a divisional opponent he's got his friends around him can you imagine if you just showed up and you just started winning and winning and winning and you're just like get to the red zone look for Kittle hand it to Debo hand it to McCaffrey this is this is pro football is there a higher league I can go to Brock Purdy must be like the most confident dude in the world right now I love McCaffrey too I don't think he's the most confident guy in his own huddle I'm going with Brock Purdy who's just going to show up probably win his first playoff game by 19 points and be like guys when is the challenge coming I just won my first playoff game yeah like can can I like forego the rest of my NFL eligibility to declare myself for the Hall of Fame I don't know is there a secret game Jason the players playing that I don't know about like a Rooker Park that's where Brock Purdy needs to go he's already mastered the game so he's confident oh my god it's fantastic Um, let's pivot to that Cowboys Bucks game Um, that game Monday night will cap off wild card round number yeah. one. Yesterday, Mike Evans was asked about the challenges the Cowboys defense defensive backs pose, and here's what he had to say. I mean, they're down at corner. They got two guys injured. Um, there were some solid players. The, the, the backup is, is solid. We're watching more film on him. Uh, 26. Um, he's made some plays, but, um, you know, when we're, when we're healthy, it doesn't matter who the DBs are. So hopefully, hopefully we get a lot of cover one. Uh, you know, I love that. Okay. Great shirt, too. Pennies to millions. Mike Evans doesn't seem too concerned with the Cowboys' defense. Tampa is currently home underdogs against Dallas. Believe it or not, the Cowboys should be favorites to win in Tampa on Monday night. Oh, I believe it. And and I know you're going to say, did you see the Cowboys the other day? One of the worst things you can do when you start to look at who should be the favorite mm. is like this recency bias of the last thing that you remember. Mm-hmm. In your so you're life. a burn the tapes kind of guy. Mm. It's just not the way that this this stuff kind of mm-hmm. works. Um, so I, I, I've been watching this Buccaneers team for the entire season, and I don't care necessarily that it's Tom Brady and all these names. You yeah. cover up the names and you watch the production, and I'm sorry, I'm destroying what Jay Amy just said a couple of minutes ago. That's fine. I've now insulted half of the table. I'm coming for you, wait. big boy. I'll, I'm going to come get you. Safe um, but I, I just, I, the way that they've gotten off to slow starts the entire season and then have had to bail themselves out in the end, if they do that against this Cowboys team, I think the Cowboys are going to play much better than they did the other day, mm-hmm. build a huge lead, maybe reminiscent of last year's playoff game where the uh, Buccaneers eventually did dig out, but then mm-hmm. at the end the Rams made a play. Because this is interesting. It's supposed to be yeah. just lambs to the slaughter. Everyone's ready for Mike McCarthy to lose and the Cowboys yeah. to blow it again. 
again. And I, I, if they come out the way that they did the other day, I'd be absolutely floored. Mm. Yeah, I don't think the Cowboys are going to play like they did against the Commanders. But at the same time, don't go against the GOAT. Like, no, Tom Brady is there. I don't I'm care. Yes, I know. The Buccaneers have not been great. Tom Brady has been played well this season. The last time we saw them in a the game, I'm not counting this last one versus Atlanta, not playing for anything, but he found Mike Evans. He rekindled that fire, 200 yards. The last image we have is Mike Evans just rolling down the sideline. I am rolling with Tom Brady, fourth quarter heroics, finds a way to get it done. Kyle, you just said there's no way Brady could possibly end this season losing to Dak Prescott mm. and the Cowboys. Tampa should be fine. Yeah, it sounds like Mike Evans is salivating the way he just described that Cowboys secondary. And I, I'm sorry, but Mike, the Cowboys have done nothing. The turtleneck has spoken. The Cowboys have done nothing to show us over the last couple of weeks that they we should forget what they have shown us. Because it wasn't just about last week. What about the last month? What about like the Cowboys have shown us time and time again? The Buccaneers kind of have shown us, but like in a way that they're they're just winning. They'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. The Cowboys, they figure it out and then they let it. And then they figure it out and then it comes back down. What team are we going to get on Monday night? Mm-hmm. I kind of know who we're going to get, Buccaneers, and frankly, mm-hmm. it's been enough to win enough all season long. Well, I agree with Mike in the sense that, like, we're kind of just looking at the Bucs and we're like, well, Brady, the Bucs are like the Packers if the Packers have gotten in. Yep. Like, we're just like, Rodgers, Rodgers, but they never had it. They've never been good. Mm-hmm. They've never just been like, we figured it out. They just kind of snuck in at sub-500 because they were in the worst division. Mm-hmm. Um I don't care who's favored in this game. I, I, I don't give a damn if it's the Cowboys minus 30 or plus 70. They better win this game. This is a Monday night game. Yes. Can you imagine Tuesday morning if the Cowboys lose 31 to 13? Like what this stratosphere is going to be like? It's just mushroom clouds everywhere. So um, I hope the Cowboys show up. It's much more interesting if they win, but I, I'm not really expecting a great game from them. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge 
indulges your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. We are enthused about this next conversation. Oh, yeah. The reimagined Pro Bowl games presented by Verizon are headed back to Vegas. Well, they're headed to Vegas because they're, they're reimagined. This is the first time Vegas will be experiencing this. You can see the Manning brothers lead as AFC and NFC head coaches in new skills challenges and the first ever AFC versus NFC flag mm-hmm. football game. The skills challenges will take place over two days and include events like an epic Pro Bowl dodgeball game, mm-hmm. precision passing, best catch, kick tack toe. Woo! And a gridiron gauntlet. We took a gander at the list yesterday. The press release is out if you guys want to go look at it in the, yeah. in the players that obviously have made the Pro Bowl. So fill in the blank. I am most looking forward to watching blank participate in the blank event at the 2023 Pro Bowl Games skills competition. So you get to pick a player off the list and then find out one of your events. Jay, you go first. Yeah, I will. Uh- if I had to really choose someone, it would have been Jamie Erdahl. She has been so <laughs> fired up and excited since the Pro Bowl games have been announced with each activity is. But we can't choose our teammates because we won't be at the Pro Bowl. So I am going with – everybody's going to go and do all these popular mm. players. I'm going with Andrew DePaula. Who's Andrew DePaula? Mm. The long snapper for the Minnesota <laughs> Vikings. Look at him coming out of the tunnel. Hat on. This guy is a pure athlete. He went to Rutgers University, went in as a quarterback. Then he said, you know what? I'm going to go play wide receiver. And then he goes, and now he's a long snapper for many years, a Pro Bowl long snapper at that. So, yes, the water balloon toss as a wide receiver, soft hands. Quarterback, know how to toss it. Catching punts. The guy's a pure athlete. Can get it all done. A special teams player. And then you're trying to hit a target to drop a bucket of water. Mm-hmm. Those quarterback skills are going to come in handy. Mm. Andrew DePaula. You didn't think you knew? Now you know. Now we okay. know. Yeah. What do you think? Mike? Uh, I'm going to go. This one caught my eye. Uh, move the chains. Four teams, two teams from each explain. conference, will compete side-by-side in a weighted wall pole that will showcase their strength, speed, and ingenuity. Each team of five players is... Re- each team of five oh, I screwed up. I only picked four. All right. Well, that's all right. I'm going to pick one on the spot. Each team of five players is responsible for pulling a wall loaded up with heavyweights. My reading comprehension has been terrible. You got it. You got uh, it. Pull your, the, the wall loaded with heavyweights 10 yards as quickly as possible okay. using first down chains, the winner of the th- – uh, whatever. Anyway, uh, so I, I, I was just trying to figure out which conference has the mm. advantage here. Here's my team. I'm going to have to add one quickly, but I got, Aaron, I got the NFC. I got Aaron Donald. I've got Saquon Barkley. I've got mm. the, the lower legs there because you're going to need the lower yeah, legs there. Chris Lindstrom. Why Lindstrom? The, 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 he's the highest rated PFF, highest rated oh. player in the NFL this year, period. Wow. Uh, he, oh, yeah. The highest rated player in the NFL, according to Pro Football Focus. Uh, and he's a run blocker, so I'm going to need that. Jonathan Allen, you ever see the size of his legs? He's got yeah. calves the mm. size of my torso. And then I got to add one. Let's go Lane Johnson right off the bat. Sure. Just those barn workouts. Great athlete. Yeah, those Great barn athlete. workouts. I think that team is the best five mm-hmm. to that move anybody the wall can compile at least Heavy wall. All right, Erdahl, get in there. This, this is what you live for this. I, I do. Like okay, so all I all saw right. was water balloons, and I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to go water balloons. And I want to see Quinn and Williams and Sauce Gardner do the hmm. game where you take the water balloon and you're like, all right, we're 10 yards away. Then you move back, and you just keep – 
The comedy I find that would come from these two in particular working together as one and the commentary we would get. Quinn Black Williams uh, went down in infamy when he uh, blessed himself during the draft video <laughs> and he sneezed, himself. thanked himself, <laughs> thanked himself. I just, I and then Sauce Gardner is just sauce. Like, do it while wearing a cheese head. Like, again, I'm just pitching it. But next week or whenever we have free time, which I know is coming in that two week gap between the yeah. Oh, Super yeah. Bowl, yeah. we're doing it. We're, we're going okay. water balloons in the street. In Let's go. It, it's one of the greatest all-time viral clips. He's given an interview as he enters the draft. <laughs> he sneezes. He goes, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> he almost said you're welcome after the thank you. Like, it was just going to keep on going. And Quinnen, we'll never live that down. He's a great player. We'll see you at the Pro Bowl game. And you somehow conveniently got yourself out of that conversation. Well done. That was a Pro Bowl game in and of itself. <laughs> You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.